is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey friends, so I had something come up in my real life today, as in a couple of hours ago, and I thought of you immediately. I thought, okay, we have to talk about this. I want to discuss this as if I'm calling you up on the phone right now and saying, Judy, listen to what just happened. (laughs) And I want to share with you the experience I had so that you can look at yourself and say, okay, what would I have done in that situation? Am I in a place where I'm ready to put up those boundaries? Why or why not? And how does it feel to imagine myself as being a very generous giver and someone with very firm boundaries? So these two ways of being feel like they're in conflict. You know, I feel like especially as women, we have this story and society has helped us with the story, right? That, you know, nice girls don't say no. And it's not nice to not always give. And we should give at the expense of ourselves. And we should worry how it's going to land for the other person more than we are concerned about how it feels to us in our own heart and in our own gut. So it's not always appropriate to tell someone you're not willing to do something for them. There are many times when the kindest thing to do is to set our own needs aside and serve another person. Absolutely. Now, some of us, because we've talked about this, about needing the approval of others and caring more about the opinion of others than our own opinion of ourselves and about our own life. So many of you are like me in that you have had the issue of giving too much. doesn't make us nicer, by the way. It doesn't mean we're better people. It comes from wounding. It comes from a place that is not healthy. So again, it doesn't make us better because we tend to give so much. We usually do it because we are either wanting to be liked or needing to be liked or loved, or there's a codependency because that's how we grew up. You know, when we were children, even without realizing it, we found our worth through making other people happy. You know, let's say mom and dad are fighting and I'm figure out that there's a way that I can get them to stop fighting and a way to make them happy. So then that's, that's my whole identity. And so that's what I do my whole life. So we could go into a so many conversations and down a million rabbit holes with what I just said. But here's what I want to focus on. When you do the work that we get, I hate calling it work because it sounds like it's no fun, right? It's challenging, but it's really, really rewarding. This work we're doing together 
on BU and what many of you are doing outside of BU and you've been doing before you discovered this podcast, the work of looking in the mirror, truly looking inward, looking at us, looking at the head trash, looking at the wounds, all of that, how we show up in this world. What is our paradigm? What do we say is true, even if we don't know it's true? In that journey, there comes a place in time when you will be able to see evidence of the work you're putting in. You know, you'll be doing this work and many times it's like going to the gym. You're like, I don't see a difference. I don't see a difference. I don't see a difference. Oh my God, my butt looks better. You're eating well and you're cutting out sugar and it just, you're not noticing anything other than you might have a little more energy or you might feel that your head is less foggy, which is great. And then one day you go to put your pants on and you're like, oh, oh my gosh, when did this happen? Well, it's the compound effect, right? It's the law of compounding interest. So like with that is the inner work. And so you may not see any changes. Other people will notice things in you or you'll notice different people being brought into your life and into your path. Maybe someone will say something, but then you might have a moment like I had today where you're like, holy shit, look at me. I am so proud of myself. Yeah, girl, because that's what I just said about myself. I mean, I told you that I don't have a problem saying no. I don't have a problem saying, no, I won't be the volunteer. No, I won't be the person who does that. Nope, not going to be the room mom. And I've kind of bragged about that. But I've also told you that I've had this people-pleasing issue and this, you know, deep insecurity that I have battled for years wanting to be liked, you know, wanting people to like me. So I realize that I'm really good at saying no, and I'm really good at not saying no. (laughs) I'm really good at saying no to myself. You know, I just put a post on LinkedIn today about how the podcast, which by the way, I can't believe I didn't say it. Hello, we we hit and surpassed 25,000 downloads. We're in over 45, I think it's, I don't know if it's 46, 47, over 45 countries. Again, welcome to everyone who's new. And I was writing on the platform LinkedIn about the 25,000 downloads, but I gave a little bit of a glance into the rearview mirror for those who didn't know, you know, hey, how did this come about and what's been going on the last two years, right? So I talked about how I stayed too long um, in a career with a company when I really didn't want to. And that goes back to me admitting that I tell you I'm really good about saying no, but then that's a clear example of me saying no to myself and saying yes to everybody else. So it's really interesting that I have both parts. I can be so bold and say, "Mm, nope, and not even feel bad about it. Yet, there's this other life, you know, that I was hiding. And I shouldn't, no, it's not true. I wasn't hiding. I didn't even see it myself. So it was hiding from me. I I was in denial. And I see it so clearly now. What does that have to do with what I'm talking about? Well, it has everything to do with what I'm talking about. Because I wrote that today, like so proud of the fact that I didn't have the strength to leave that career because I was so worried about what everybody else would think and what everyone else needed. And I was so worried that people would feel abandoned or whatever. And it really took the huge, and many of you have heard this many times, it took the company forcing me out, telling me we're buying your business today. Bye-bye, Felicia. It took them doing that for me to actually step into what I wanted so desperately What I wanted, remember, was to not be with that company anymore, but I was afraid to do it. Again, why am I mentioning that? Because I was writing about that today, and then it's like God said, hey, 
I'm going to practice this on you. Let's test you out and see how you do. I know a lot of people believe God doesn't test us. So whatever you want to call it, I had the chance to really put it into action today and I freaking did it. So I didn't wait for that call to push me into where I wanted to be and to have a boundary. I actually did it and I'm so proud and I'm bragging to you, not because it's, oh, look at me. Look what I did. Look what the work did. Look at the work we keep talking about did today. It showed up big time and I feel like a badass. Okay, so let me tell you what happened. So I was approached by a company asking if their client could be a guest on the podcast. And I'm very selective about who's on here. I have good friends who'd probably like to be on the podcast. I'm really focusing on discernment and on intuition about who should be on here. It's not who do I like. It's not who's talented. I know a lot of amazing, talented people. That's not what gets you on this podcast. It's my intuition and my discernment that gets you on the podcast. And so when I was approached, I've been approached before by podcast companies. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think it's a good fit. No, not now, but maybe another time. Thank you so much. But this time I thought, you know, I want to do that. I checked her out and I loved what she was up to from what I could see. It just felt good in my gut and in my heart. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I made the assumption that the person asking to be on the podcast was a fan of the podcast. Like they liked the podcast. They may not listen to every episode, but they've heard our podcast and they, they're they like one of us. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I get this community. I get what you're up to. Sounds good. Because I personally would never, ever pitch myself and ask to be on a podcast that I didn't like or admire, that I didn't say, oh yeah, I love what they're up to. That would be an honor. Or I get it. Like they, I get them, they get me. I would happily recommend the podcast to other people. I personally would never want to just be thrown into a time slot. And I realized today that that happens in the podcast world. Some people want that. And and I'm not allowed to judge that. That is okay. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not about that. This little share today is about being a generous giver and giving to give, not to get, and still being able to be in your integrity and saying, no, that does not feel good to me. And I will not compromise my integrity. Not happening. Even if it is the generous thing to do. So saying no to generosity because it honors who you are. That should have been the title of this podcast episode. I'll probably go back now and change it (laughs) from what I just jotted down a minute ago. So this person was supposed to be on today. I was supposed to interview her. And in the communication, it was like, yeah, I can't wait to talk to you later, you know, whatever. And I said, hey, so what do you think of the podcast? I can't, like, what's been your favorite episode? Or, you know, just chit-chatting with her. I don't even know what your podcast is or who you are. There are only three podcasts that I actually listen to, and even those don't get much of my time. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Hold on, sister. Hold the phone. So you don't even know what your podcast is. I don't care if I have 100 downloads. It doesn't matter. You're asking for my friends, you all listening, my listeners, my community, us, like we're one. There's no, I'm the boss and you're my followers. No, we're in this together. Guys, and you trust me, I think. I think that's why you're listening. This person is asking for me to put them in front of you while they're telling me that they don't give a shit what the podcast is, what you're about, what you all care about, what this message is, and this beautiful work we're doing together. So I had a choice to make. This person has 250,000 followers. Okay, do you want to know how many people have followed me on Instagram? Like 1,100. Okay, so it could have been a mistake, except it wasn't. 
Because when you follow your intuition and you honor what you stand for and who you are in this world, and you honor integrity over what you're going to get out of something, it's always the right move. Now, someone could say, well, hold on a second. Why wouldn't you just let her be on the podcast? Are you needing her to recommend you? Are you needing her to promote your podcast? No, I don't need that, but I'm allowed to make that a boundary. And so are you. You're allowed to have boundaries and still be called generous and kind. You're allowed to say no and still be considered and be generous and kind and loving. Both can exist at the same time. They are not mutually exclusive. So when she told me that, I remember where I was standing. I stopped and I took a deep breath. I put my hand on my heart, put my other hand on my belly, took a big deep breath in and out, and I knew the answer. And I emailed back and said, you know, this isn't going to work out. This is out of integrity for me. It's okay that you haven't listened to the podcast. Totally fine. Yeah, I can't put you in front of my community because I can't put you in front of people if you've never even bothered to look to see what they're about. And she said, hold on, wait, are you telling me that I can't be on your podcast? And I'm essentially, I said, that's exactly what I'm telling you. You know, and I was kind, but I was very firm. I'm not sure I told her, the company then sent me an email. They were not happy with me at all. How dare I do this, right? Well, here's the thing. She gets to live her life how she wants. I don't get to judge that, and I won't. And the company gets to run their business how they want. I won't judge that either. But I also get to say, this doesn't work for me. You're the one who approached me. So I said to the person from the company, I get that it's frustrating. And I do apologize for the loss of time. That does stink. And I I am sorry about that. And I wasn't going to air it anyway. So it would have been a bigger waste of her time and mine. So let me explain to you again why she's not going to be on my podcast. I said, It may work for your company to just throw people in time slots. They give you money, you give them time slots on people's podcasts. And that may be the way this podcast world works because I'm new on the block. But that doesn't mean I have to compromise who I am and what my integrity is to match you. Because guess what? I've decided to live as a thermostat and not as a thermometer. I'm not going to follow your lead in my world here that I have called BU. It's okay that you do it that way. And I took responsibility because we always should. I said, it's my fault for not asking more questions. I shouldn't have assumed, but I did. I assumed that she either asked you to approach us because she saw the podcast and she listened and liked it, or you found it for her and then you at least pitched her one episode and she goes, oh yeah, I like that girl. That sounds great. But the fact that she had never even listened to the podcast and she didn't even know what our podcast was. And she still wanted to come on here for an hour to talk about her brand and her movement and what she's doing and what she's up to in the world and what she's selling. No, no, and no, (laughs) it's just not happening. So this episode isn't about listen to what happened to Jill because it's so important to know the details of this conversation about a podcast guest. No, it's just an illustration of what happens when you and I, because I'm still growing with you get to practice flexing that muscle we've been building. Not flexing as in I'm going to punch you in the face because I want to look cool, but flexing that muscle that I personally have been working so hard on for so long that was so unidentified and then so weak and so flaccid and then a little wimpy muscle. And now it's there. 
you know, it's like you're standing in the shower and you look down and, and this happened to me one time back when I was getting in shape. I looked down, I was like, oh, oh my gosh, I think I have a quad muscle. <laughs> I could like see it in the shower. I was so excited. So I just saw my little quad muscle today and it's not so little. And it felt really, really, really good. If you haven't done the work on yourself to love yourself and to find yourself and to be yourself, if you tell someone no or you put up a boundary, especially, can you imagine like last minute like that, telling someone, oh, sorry, I know we're scheduled, but I'm canceling you, right? If you have not done that inner work, it would feel awful. And you would do what? You would just say yes, and then you would resent every minute of it. It's like letting someone kiss you at the end of a day and you don't want to. Tell me you haven't done that. And you're like, what am I doing? I didn't want to hurt his feelings. I didn't know how to tell him no. We are doing this every day in our lives. And I'm here to tell you right now, it feels so good not to. And I told you that I'm, I'm good at saying no. This was different. Why? Because I was risking a lot. I was risking not being liked. I, I was risking being talked about and gossiped about, right? She went straight to the company. The company now knows my name and they're not happy with me. It could create a reputation of, oh, you know, she just thinks she's so great. And I was risking a lot. She has a huge following. But I followed my heart and my intuition. My intuition said, don't you do this. You are not that girl anymore. You are not a woman anymore who does that. You don't dance because they snap your fingers and they say dance. You follow you. And then you see if anyone's following and you don't care if they are or they aren't because that's who you're fighting to be. And I grew up in the last couple of hours. I am almost 50 years old and I still act like a freaking child. Pleasing people and I don't want to hurt their feelings and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like a freaking 49 and a half year old woman right now. Like I want to drop a bunch of F-bombs right now. You know, I'm going to do it because see, I almost didn't because I don't want to offend one person on my podcast who's going to say, well, I'm not listening anymore because she said fuck. Well, okay, they don't fucking listen anymore then. (laughs) I don't care. It's okay. Remember we talk about approval and we talk about, you know, this whole thing of give zero fucks. Well, you should give a few. I mean, you should have a list of a few important Fs that you give and a few people whose opinions do matter to you. And and that's a really healthy place. And then no one else. Everything else is a free-for-all. So this person, I did her a favor because I would have been wasting an hour of her time. And I think I did her a favor because she got to see what it looks like for a woman to stand up for who she is and to not be taken advantage of because I was being taken advantage of. I was simply free press for her. That's all I was to her. She didn't give a shit about me or you. She didn't care about what we're doing in this podcast. This is not a bullshit podcast where we're just on here, you know, pumping our fist and going, yeah, go girl. We're not doing that. We are talking about deep stuff that is painful and challenging. We are turning ourselves inside out. Tuesdays and Thursdays, week after week after week. And yeah, we're laughing our way through it too, and we're having a blast, but we are here to grow and to unbecome and to love ourselves for who we are. And if I hadn't done that, when you all weren't watching, you should not listen to anything I say here from this point forward. 
because it's what we do when no one's watching that matters the most, right? I could have put her in front of you and I get, you know what? What she does is interesting. You would have loved the topic, but you know what? God, the universe, serendipity, it's all going to happen. The person with that message, but better, is going to come up on this podcast and blow our minds when the time is right. But it ain't going to be her. I'll tell you that much. There was no apology. She absolutely didn't get it. And that's okay. But I know you do. I know you get it. And that's why I love you. And that's why I'm here every Tuesday and Thursday. So if this meant something to you, if something in this resonated, take a screenshot, send it to your friends, send it to people you work with, send it to someone who needs help with learning how to put boundaries up and learning how to say no. And and someone who maybe thinks that you can't still be a nice girl and do that because you can. Talk about this with your friends. And I'll be right back with you in a couple of days.